Hello, everybody. We'd like to welcome you all to the Innovation in Business podcast by Denman Hamilton CPAs. This is Neil Denman today and with my partner here, Darren Hamilton, and we're going to be diving into a great topic today. It's actually going to be a two-part topic, uh, this podcast and the next, but we are going to start talking today about business financial statements and what they are, what they are not, what you use them for, how they help your business. statements are, I'm going to say, very much misunderstood. I would agree. Uh, a lot of business owners I would agree. don't use them at all, mm-hmm. or if they do have them, they're in a state that is non-usable, yep. or if they have a usable set, they don't know what they're looking at. Yep, I agree. So what we're hoping to do in this you know, couple-part podcast is break these down so you can learn some information about what are these financial statements, what should they be telling me, how do they help me run our business and how can we as trusted advisors help you develop these tools to effectively guide your business? So what we want to talk about first is called a balance sheet in business, right? That's the first set we're going to talk about. And the balance sheet is what you have and what you owe, basically. Yep. And that's as simple as you can break it down. It is your assets and your liabilities, how much you have and what you owe. The purpose of that is to help you manage debt and to help you acquire assets. That's what the balance sheet comes down to. I agree. And the balance sheet is a great tool that you can use for ratio analysis. You can uh, use it to cash flow forecast based off of what you've got in the bank and what you know you've got to pay. And we're going to talk about a lot of these ratios as we get work through these uh, series of podcasts. So, Darren... How do you make a balance sheet work for you? I mean, you how does a business owner do that? That, that is, the, that is the, a great question. Because here's the thing. Most business owners that I talk to, they know profit and loss statement, income statement, like the back of their hands. Oh, yeah, I know what that is. I know what that is. And then I'll mention to them, well, let's take a look at your balance sheet to, to kind of see how you're doing. And they'll be like, balance what? Yep. So the balance sheet is critical, sort of like what you were saying. And the way to make a balance sheet work for you, the first thing that you have to do, you you hit the nail on the head earlier, the first thing that you have to do is get quality information into your system to where you can create a balance sheet that is meaningful, that you can add value to managing the business. So the things that are important to the way you make a balance sheet work for you, quality information has to go into it. Number two, the next way you have to make a balance sheet work for you is set aside time to actually review it, think about it, analyze, and make effective decisions. The third thing you do to make a balance sheet work for you is you create your goals based on where you want to be in the future and take the balance sheet to actually help you get there so that you can get a roadmap to some of those financial goals. So when you look at the balance sheet, there's three parts. You've got assets, liabilities, and your equity. And today we want to focus on the asset portion. And a lot of people have a a general idea of what the assets are. Assets are what your business has, what they own. What are they? Mm Mm-hmm. 
you know, a good examples of assets on the balance sheet, and probably the most important, is cash. Cash. Right? Cash ought to be the number one thing on your balance sheet. You've got a few, few bill clients, accounts receivable are another example of an item on the balance sheet. Most businesses also have fixed assets. That's going to be stuff like microphones, computers, mm-hmm. trucks, copy machines, equipment, manufacturing machines, things that you actually own, your tangible, hard assets. Yeah, Neil, I think that's, um, that's very important because as a business owner, you have to take time to see where your position is regarding these assets because you have to be able to take these assets and in, when we talk about this in the second series, uh, second section of these podcasts, the liabilities, and be able to accurately depict, do I have enough resources to continue to manage the business? And like you were saying, current assets set the tone for any business. And if you have cash, that's cash going cure, to be, Cash cures a lot of sins. Cash cures a lot of sins. Cash projects. Cash allows you to do innovation. Cash allows you to really grow your business. But one other asset in the current section I think gets uh, we need to kind of hit on a little bit is accounts receivable. Accounts receivable basically is what, Neil? It's what people owe you. Yes, it's what people what they owe, owe you. you. And so here's, I, I see a lot of people struggle with this. And, and so they'll do an excellent job doing products and services and then they'll cut a bill for $1,000, and they don't get paid. And if you're not on top of your accounts receivable, if you don't get that money within 60, 90, 120 days, it's real hard to collect. It gets extremely yeah. hard to collect. And so our point to you is, let's make it a priority in evaluating this current asset section of your balance sheet to make sure that you're strong on cash, you're managing accounts receivables, and you're doing the things that Neil mentioned earlier. I think uh, when we're talking about the assets, one thing that most people need to be aware of, if you see any assets on your balance sheet and they have a negative (laughs) balance, you probably have a problem. That's a problem. It's either an input problem or a real problem. Or a problem. bigger problem right. within the business. You know, if we're seeing negative accounts receivable on your balance sheet, that means that you have collected, effectively collected more from your clients than you're supposed you to. You should have. Probably not the case. Probably not the case. But a lot of it comes down to a misunderstanding. And we see it all the time where you're seeing these negative numbers on the balance sheet. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're seeing loans that are being misclassified as negative assets. We see it all the time. So if you're seeing any type of negative asset other than what's called accumulated depreciation, mm-hmm. which is an accounting term for the wear and tear in your assets, mm-hmm. you've got a problem. Uh, you need to be aware of it because it's going to throw off your ratios and it's causing a problem somewhere else. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree 100%. Ratios are very important. Before we get to the ratios Neil's going to cover, I want to talk about one other thing that's really, really important. Neil mentioned uh, equipment, equipment, computers, vehicles, tools. The balance sheet is where you record the asset. So, for example, if you spend $50,000 on a truck, the purchase of that truck is the asset. 
It's not an expense in that case, right? Exactly. Because we're talking about assets. These are things that you actually own, long-term things that and they you, will be you can own, that you can used. use over and over and over. Yes. On the flip side of that, if I go and buy six trash cans at $5 a piece, I'm going to use that trash can again. Is that, Neil, an asset? Yes, it is technically an asset, but it's probably not something you're going to take the time to track on your fixed asset schedule. <laughs> exactly, right? I'm not. <laughs> it's a de minimis item that you know it could disappear tonight, yes. could disappear tomorrow. Uh, you know, a five dollar trash can or a twelve dollar stapler is not something we're going to consider a long term fixed asset for your business. <laughs> exactly, and our whole point on that is you've got to know the difference between an asset and something that's de minimis, which means very low cost. Immaterial. And, ex- and it's immaterial, and we'll go ahead and expense those. That's why you got to get connected with someone who knows how to do this stuff. The next part, I am so excited about this next part, ratios. So let's talk about ratios. You can see ratios in anything. You can see ratios in cooking. How much sugar, how much flour, how much water. Mm-hmm. You see it in you know chemistry if you've got kids in high school. Ratios. Ratios are everywhere. A one-to-one ratio, a one-to-two ratio. They're in everything. So they're in your financial statements as well. And today I want to really focus on one key ratio today. Just to give an example. Something that's called your current ratio. Listen, everyone. Current ratio. Very important. The current ratio effectively gives you the abil- tells you what your ability to service your short-term debts and, if, and how many current assets you have. So examples of your current assets are going to be stuff like cash, mm-hmm. money market accounts, savings mm-hmm. accounts, accounts receivable, and probably inventory for a lot of businesses. Those are your current assets. So if you were to collect all of your money, sell all of your inventory, get everything in the bank, how much cash are you going to have left to pay your bills and take home? That's what comes down to the current ratio. So we're looking at your current assets divided by your current liabilities. Current liabilities are bills you owe vendors, Mm -hmm. utility companies, maybe payroll taxes, sales tax, stuff like that. A current ratio, you always want to see it greater than one. Got to be greater than one. If it is is less than one, it means you owe more short-term debt than you have the capability to repay. And that's a problem. And just to just to piggyback on what you said, a lot of businesses, and I see businesses that gross seven hundred fifty to a million dollars to five million dollars have an issue with meeting their current debt. Means they owe more short term debt than they can really technically pull together um, in a short amount of time to pay. They they don't have enough inventory, enough cash, enough receivables to cover that. And one of the things we want to be able to do is we're looking at these balance sheets. If you've got a current ratio that's less than one, why? What's the problem? Is it your, as a business owner, are you taking too much out of the business to live? Yeah. Is your business model broken and not working? Are you not charging enough? Are you not doing, there's some underlying problem that we've got to help dig down to to figure out why is our ratio less than one? Yeah, and I think that's the uh, primary takeaway. If you gotta you gotta take time to evaluate the business. 
it's it's not Neil's business. It's not my business. It's your business. And so at the end of the day, you are the one that has to be responsible to connect with people that can help you. But you also have to be committed because it does me no good to give you all the principles and tools in the world to be successful and you don't embrace it and take advantage of it. That tool right there, if people would embrace the managing current debt, it could improve the quality of their life substantially. It's a great ratio. It's one of my favorite ones, actually. And I think it's, it's really important. Um, it, it's, ta- it's taught in you know, accounting classes. and a lot, of accounting, a lot of accounting students struggle with it, too. But the business owner, you've got to know because this is your lifeline. I mean, it, yeah, I it, it, it really is. It's your lifeline. Yeah, I agree. And it goes back to, and if you've got bad numbers in your balance sheet, mm-hmm. your ratio calculation is only going to be as good as what your numbers are. If you've got bad numbers because you, open, you saw a commercial on TV, and they said in 15 minutes with this $200 purchase, you can be producing professional-level financial statements. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not the case, right? That's not the case. That's not the case. Well, Neil, thank you for that. Uh, One of my favorite ratios, and I hope everyone got a lot from this today. So here's what we want you to do. There is a call to action. We want you to commit to wanting to understand more about about your, your balance sheet. But in addition to doing that, we want you to reach out to us to schedule a meeting. Reach out at ndenman at denmancpa.com or dhamilton at denmancpa.com and schedule a meeting to where we can connect and show you how to have your best life with your business. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you in the next podcast where we delve into liabilities, what you owe. Look forward to seeing you all then. Thank you.